Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I'm chatting all about why you need to know yourself. And I'm especially talking to the mamas out there today. The Peaceful Power Podcast is here to help you live a movement-based lifestyle, utilizing fitness, yoga, and Ayurvedic techniques. Each week, I will bring you a motivational guest or a solo show geared to help you take action to live that peaceful, powerful life. All right, so... Today's podcast was not my intended topic, so I usually like to map out some of my topics that I want to talk about, but this one kind of came up uh, because I was alone all of last week, so pretty much Monday through Friday. Uh, My husband and my son went to a cabin for the 4th of July with my in-laws, and um, I chose to stay back and work, and I've been working on, well, almost all of my clients were in town, so I was training my clients, teaching my group fitness classes, and then I've also been working on the Holistic Fitness Almanac for 2020. Now, along those roads, uh, especially if you're a work-from-home mama or you kind of are juggling both those um, endeavors in your life, you realize you get a lot of stuff done in a short period of time. So all of the my to-do lists, like pretty much I was done in the first three days. Like everything I had planned, I was like, let's be adventurous. How much can I get done? And then towards the end of my week, I'm like, you know what? I don't need to get these next things absolutely done. Like these are like so far in the future tasks. I don't have to do them now. So I said, what, what do I want to do? And this is kind of the first step. I think that, um, getting to know yourself or why it's so important is I've talked to friends who are like, I don't know what I want to do when I am not with my kiddos. I don't, I don't know. Like I, I honestly, I don't know. And that is something that I don't want to, um, I guess ever get to that point and lose connection with myself in that way. And I've been striving to not do that, I think, through the years. Through you know, My son is three and a half. Um, but this week, I, it was kind of eye-opening. This is the first time I've been home alone, like in our house, without my child, without my husband. Usually, if I am gone, and I have been gone for a week before, but I was traveling for conferences, and so it's a little bit different. You're not in your daily routine. You're not you know, with your own car, in your own environment. Um, so it's a little bit different there, where when you're at home, you really just have this time for yourself. And, um, you know, I'm really talking to a lot of the mamas out there who might have the young kids or even everyone who has kiddos home from the summer. You're probably also being like, yep, we're having a lot of kid time. And so it's easy to lose track of, you know, you and putting any of your needs first or putting any, anything that you want to do on your to-do list. So this is kind of what I want to help, you know, shed some light on, because obviously I know everyone's not going to be able to, um, have the week to themselves. Cause I was telling this to a few of my clients who are also, you know, in the same age of life with their kiddos. And they're like, oh my gosh, I would just love to have a week for myself just to do whatever. You know, they're like, honestly, I don't have anything that's popping out that I really want to do, but just have that week to myself. And I think that's where a lot of us start. And that's where I started at the beginning of the week. I actually had recorded this podcast um, originally on Tuesday and I'm now recording this, well, on Thursday afternoon. So I'm almost done with my week to myself and it, I've completely changed directions on even what has happened um, since Tuesday. And it's because I'm spending that time getting to know myself again. And one of the things that, you know, I kind of, that came up for me this week is I had four different lessons that kind of, um, I think are great lessons that I wanted to throw out to everyone. And again, this is going to be just four basic things that you can kind of connect with and ask yourself, Hey, how am I doing in these areas? So the first lesson that kind of started revealing itself, itself to me was actually on day number one, but noticing what do you put on autopilot without even realizing it? So this is something that I took a good hard look at because 
being in a house by yourself, it's pretty quiet. It's pretty empty. Um, and I'm used to having, you know, we have two dogs, a cat, and then my three and a half year old and my husband, my husband works from home, um, in the afternoons and mornings for a little bit as well. So it's a loud house. Now for me, I actually really do enjoy the silence, but I found when everyone's home, I'll put on a podcast. So I'm contributing to the noise in some way, or I'll want to go watch a TV show. Meanwhile, everyone else is um, still around, whatever that is. I'm trying to kind of, um, I guess, I don't know if I want to say contribute, but just kind of numb out or do something by contributing to this noise factor. So that was one of the first things that I noticed is that I wanted to put on a podcast or I wanted to turn music on or put the TV on just for background noise, not necessarily to watch it. And that was the first thing I realized I was putting on autopilot in my life. And so maybe looking at your life and saying, oh gosh, where am I just totally going on autopilot. Do I really need this? Do I need to have the car radio on at all times? Um, you know, do, can I just sit in the car in silence and just kind of connect with myself? And that might be the spot where you, you know, have that silence and have that time to really just, you know, totally talk out loud to yourself. Raising my hand right now, I do that in the car all of the time. And I always think, yeah, I wonder what car is next to me at the stoplight or thinking like, oh, she must be on the phone. I'm totally not. I am just talking to myself. And I think that's something that, um, you know, having that time just to, hey, what do I feel about this? You know, what, what do I want to see happen the rest of my day? Or what are my goals for this week? Um, you know, just having that time to connect and that could be the time in the car for you. You know, that could be your meditation time in the morning. If you're not a, a meditator, maybe you grab a journal and you write. Um, maybe, maybe it's just having a sip of coffee by yourself as the sun rises, you know, whatever that looks like, how are you going to maybe bring some more intention into your life rather than just pushing the autopilot button, you know, and that also came to me in the form of, I felt, um, you know, now I, my goal was to not have any alcohol all summer long. I totally failed in June and being my Pitta slash Virgo self, I was like, well, now that I failed that first week or that first weekend, I had some wine. I might as well just um, have wine the whole month of June, like every weekend. So that went out the door. Now come July, so far so good. But I noticed I was like, oh, well, I could have a glass of wine because I have nobody here. Like I have no one to watch right now. Um, I don't have to train early. There was only one night, one night that I could have had it without having to train early the next day. But I found myself like kind of almost fighting myself about, no, you don't need this. And so for me, I'm like, okay, this is an area that I really want to touch on. And I really want to, you know, push freeze frame on and say, wow, okay, this is a total autopilot thing. I'm doing this almost unconsciously now to a point where I don't want to do that. I want to be much more thoughtful about it. Um, I listened to a great podcast episode from Courtney Townley and she had a guest on um, talking about alcohol and how we have normalized it so much in our culture. And it was a really good um, listen. So if you've been kind of struggling with that yourself of like, oh gosh, you know, like everyone around me is like having wine or if you flip on the TV, you know, you just see them just casually having a glass of wine. And you know, if you're kind of going in this, they had said, if you're, if you're constantly thinking about it or if you're thinking, should I drink tonight? No, nah, I don't need to. She has said that that actually is a sign of there could be a problem there. Like she said, people who don't have a problem with alcohol are actually never thinking about it. They're never thinking, should I have a drink tonight? And that really was, that one kind of hit me. I was like, oh gosh, I'm totally that person who is thinking, should I or should I not? And on a regular basis, like more regular than I used to be. And so for me, I just am like, nope, I'm totally stopping for the rest of summer. So that way there's no um, gray area for me. Because sometimes if we tell people, hey, I'm not going to drink this week or um, even this, this um, you know, month, like it's kind of, it can get fuzzy. Like you get convinced into having um, a glass of wine or whatever. 
But for me, I'm just like, you know what? Hard stop the rest of the summer. You know, I'm just out on that. And then I'll reevaluate come September. And that's something that feels good to me. And that is something that um, I am going to, I will update you on the boundaries there and see how this goes. But that is my first thing that I really wanted to touch in on, touch in on um, you know, besides that auto background noise that I have going on. So all the background noise coming into some silence, um, looking at my relationship with alcohol and um, seeing what I can do better there. So those are my two things and my two takeaways personally. Now, the next thing that came up for me was you need to love yourself, which was so interesting. So this one, it really hit me hard. Um, actually, the first night when I was picking up my dinner plate um, after having you know, my meal and I was like, wow, you really, if you're just, if you're by yourself and with your thoughts all day, all night, you have to love yourself. And for me, this kind of hit me in the form of, so I have both of my grandmas. One was, she has just passed away almost a year ago. She was 96. She spent over 40 years by herself. My other grandma, who's 93, and she is um, currently living alone, and she has been for almost a year. My grandpa has dementia, and so he's 96, and he's actually in a nursing home. So she could no longer take care of him. So she is by herself now. And it was interesting to me because I was thinking of them as this was occurring to me. And I'm like, wow, you have to love yourself so much. You have to have a positive thought loop, a positive mindset to be alone for this, for this many years, for my, my grandma, my mom's mom, um, who passed away, you know, recently, but she had spent over 40 years by herself, you know, and she never wanted to remarry. She was perfectly, perfectly content, you know, being by herself. But that, that to me is something that really struck me is like how much you have to love yourself and how much you have to enjoy spending time by yourself. Because no matter, you know, whether my mom and her sisters, they all visited, you know, and us grandkids, we would visit when we could, but it's not the same. It's like day in, day out. She had her routine. She had her thing. And you have to know who you are and be so confident in who you are. Um, and this, this just goes out there for anyone, no matter what stage of life you're in. Cause you just, you never know, just, you never know about life. You never know about any of this. And so you have to, ultimately you have to love yourself. Cause when you turn the, you know, when you turn that camera around and you're like, Whoa, this is it. This is me. I have, you know, myself, I have to look at myself in the mirror every day and loving yourself, like truly loving yourself. That was a message that I feel, um, you know, needs to get out there and make sure you check in with those thoughts. And that's why I find journaling and meditating so fascinating because it can just open up new realms and just open up new doors. And it might not be like, you might be pulled to one more than the other right now. And then in two or three months, you might be pulled in the opposite direction. I think that's something that we need to, you know, be open about and not be so rigid in what we're doing. Because I personally, I was on a big meditation kick and now, and at first it was journaling, then it was meditation and now it was kind of nothing. And now I'm feeling pulled back to journaling again. And I am not forcing these. I'm just letting it come and letting it flow how it wants to. Cause I think when we force things and we force these topics, that's when we're like, I don't like this because we're trying to make ourselves do something that we're just either not ready for, or we just need a little bit of a break from. And then it will, it will invite it back into our own life. So for me, journaling just kind of came back to me. Like I didn't force that at all. I just was grabbing my journal one morning and I'm like, oh gosh, I really am loving this again. So that, that is going to come around in whatever form it will to you. So that kind of rolls into my next point about routines. So routines do matter. Having those daily routines, because whether you are 
you know, with your kiddos at home, you have to have that routine, that time for yourself built into your day someplace. So I know a lot of my mamas that I train and I work with, they do at night um, after they put their kids to bed, that's their little bit of time to do whatever, to decompress, whatever that might look like for them. Now, um, that doesn't always work. So for me, I was just sharing with my client, I was like, yeah, that doesn't, it's not quite enough time for me because my son goes to bed so close to when I do, because I do go to bed so early that mornings are really key for me. And I was, I was sharing this with my husband because this was my struggle. Um, I guess the last few months since I started teaching a couple 6am classes and I'm like, I'm having no time for myself. And I told this to my husband, I'm like, I'm starting to, um, just be a whore in my mind, in my, these are my stories that I'm telling myself, but I'm like, I'm being a horrible mom. Cause I'm, I'm wanting to do just a little bit of something for me. Um, and I feel like when I get in the door, like he automatically goes into his work mode and just like, you know, leaves Jalen with me where I feel like I just need a little bit of decompression time to, you know, shut down my work mode and turn into mom mode before I'm automatically like, boom, onto mom mode. And so we chatted about that and trying to figure out how that can work. And we've made, you know, he does a really good job of you know, helping me out there. And when I share, Hey, this is what's going on for me. My husband is super supportive and is helpful in that regard. So for me, that's what works. And so if you are having some difficulties like that, you might need to have those conversations with your spouse or with your partner as well. Like just to say, Hey, you know what, this is how I'm feeling. And I'm feeling really run down when I'm not getting any time for myself every day. Like I just need a half hour. I'm not even talking much, you know, even 10 minutes some days is better than nothing, but I just need a sliver of time to just do something for myself. And whether that be a nap, read a book, watch a TV show, um, you know, whatever that looks like for you. And just telling your spouse, um, Hey, just no judgment. Cause that also, I feel like you might feel guilty about taking that half hour. Cause I know I personally did. I was like, no judgment. I just want to watch a TV show and I want you to just, just take care of Jalen for just a little bit longer so I can just kind of switch gears. And that I, again, that helps just voicing all of those fears and those worries I mean, if you have a supportive partner, like this is, this is what you need to do, you know, just to have that, um, strengthen that bond between you two. Cause that will also, you know, vice versa coming the other way, they might need something like that as well. So the last, the last kind of lesson that came up for me was getting to know yourself. And so this was something that the beginning of the week I asked myself, whoa, what do I really want to do this week? What for fun do I really want to do? And, um, what came up to me was go to a movie. I haven't went to a movie since I don't think Wonder Woman. So it's been a while. And um, I used to go to movies by myself all the time. I have no issues going to anything by myself. I really wanted to go to a Lynx game as well, but unfortunately they played on a night that I was training a client, so I wasn't able to attend. But that was the other thing that kind of came up. So I did. I went to Toy Story 4. Um, you know, I went on 4th of July and went to a matinee. Actually, it was a 1030 in the morning show. And just it was, A, I was impressed because movie theaters, they have like reclining seats now and like the little table things. So I had, I got a cold brew coffee and some popcorn and it was just a treat. And um, like that was so luxurious to me. And I, I really was glad I did that. And that was just kind of my time to kick back and relax. And also, P.S., if you have not seen it, that movie, Toy Story 4, made me cry like four times. So and I have not seen the Toy Story franchise, I don't think, since becoming a mom. And so really, woo, those scenes with the little kiddos, oh man, they, they get ya, they get ya. So I, I would highly recommend if you haven't already seen it, it's a good one. So, but that's beside the point. But what, what on your list, what is on your list that you really want to um, do? And if you don't know, 
don't beat yourself up about it. You know, just kind of every day check in, like, what would I like to do? And maybe just write down a couple things or just kind of see what pops into your head. And then before, you know, before long, something that's going to come in and you're like, yep, that's it. That's what I really want to do. You know, whether that be go to a coffee shop that you've always wanted to try, or like, I really wanted to go to a restaurant and have dinner by myself. But, uh, I trained again, I trained evening clients a couple of those nights and I was not able to make that happen. But I usually am always uh, either, I'm usually always with my son in the evenings because my husband works evenings. And so I found myself wanting to leave the house because that's such a luxury for me because I don't usually get to do that. And so just little things like that, like what's coming up? Like what could you do to, you know, maybe, you know, get yourself into a situation, a program, a um, routine that might serve those needs, that need of like connecting back to who you were. So, and that was, that was definitely who I was. I used to, again, in college, I would go to movies, um, go to basketball games, just kind of on a whim, like go for a drive and then just decide to pop into these little boutique shops. Those were all things that I, um, you know, used to do and love and just finding that connection again and remembering why I like to do those things. I think that's half the battle is just remembering that and noting if you want to continue to do them. Some of those I still do with Jalen. Like I still will go for drives with him and pop into boutique shops. Um, we go to the Mall of America and we just walk around. Um, and those are all things that I, I personally, you know, I figure out how I can make that happen where he gets um, a little outing and has some fun. So it's not just like stuff that I want to do that he's absolutely going to hate. Um, but it's stuff that he will enjoy. And we can, um, you know, obviously at the Mall of America, there's tons of stuff for kids to do. Like, how can I say, hey, we're going to do this. And then you get to choose, you know, if you want to go on a ride or if you just want to, you know, go to the Crayola exhibit, whatever. And that's how I've kind of made it work where I get to blend a little bit of what he wants and then still service the need for myself of, um, you know, maybe you're someone else who also likes to have a little bit of adventure in their day and that's how you can make that happen. All right. So that is what I have for you guys today. Um, again, the four lessons just to kind of remember and to just think about this week is what do you put on autopilot without even realizing it? Remembering to love yourself looking at your routines and noticing what needs to be tweaked there and then really getting to know yourself. Like what is it that you really like to do? And so the weekly challenge this week is spend at least 20 minutes by yourself. All right. So that is the challenge. And I look forward to seeing, you know, maybe even take a picture and take me on Instagram at Andrea Clausen 21 to show me what you're doing to spend time with you this week. Thank you so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the Peaceful Power Podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclausen.com, where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the Peaceful Power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.